0: Ah, it's Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Santa Claus is up and at him and with you this morning. It's chore time here at Wax on this Christmas Eve morning. Bob Bosol, of course. Scott's taking some uh, time off over the holidays. He's on the road going to someplace warmer. So at least he's smart enough to head in that direction. The snow is pretty much over right now, but the plows are out. So if you are out early this morning, and I think most people have the day off, which is a good thing. But the plows are out. The wind is blowing, so if the plows are out, don't get too close to them because you're going to be driving in a cloud. Let them do their work. It's the uh, first time. Got to get their uh, plowing reflexes uh, put back in. They haven't really had to do much yet this year. I think it was back in October when we had any snow that amounted to anything, but uh, we got some now around many parts of the area, not so much to the southern part of the listening area, but, uh, again, around here right around the Eau Claire area. Elk Mound got 3.8 inches, but farther north and west, more than that fell right here in Eau Claire, one and a half. How can the Elk Mound get 3.8 and Eau Claire gets an inch and a half? Isn't it something Mother Nature really, really can make you scratch your head? And it's kind of cold out there this morning. It's uh, 9 above, but there is some wind, and that is blowing that snow around too. So, again, be careful. We could have drifting in spots. You don't want to run into a drift. Wind chill, the factor now. It's about seven below here in Eau Claire, but uh, everybody pretty much in our listening area with the wind chills below zero when you step outside. So, again, do be careful and uh, enjoy Merry Christmas. Boy, talk about perfect timing. Everybody likes a white Christmas, and we got it now, so we'll be able to enjoy it. Kid gets snowboards or sleds, whatever, toboggans you'll be able to use them. So that's a good thing, at least in this area. Now, maybe not around Lacrosse or that part of the country, Sparta, Toma, but uh, around here, you're going to be able to use your snowboards, whatever the case may be. But again, be careful because it is windy out there. Let the plows get at it. Nine right now, the high today, it's going to be eight. So here, it's good to be up at the shank of the day, isn't it? Glad to have you along on this christmas eve morning and we've got a lot of chores to do this morning so uh, we'll get to that the markets were open they'll be open till about noon today and then reopen on sunday night as the christmas weekend is upon us so uh, let's enjoy it it's christmas time all over the world but third grade <laughs> at St. Bernard's Catholic School in Madison. We did that for the Christmas pageant, and I was beating on one of them drums. I wasn't very good at it, but I we got the job done. But uh, little drummer boy, Christmas all over the world. It's a minute after 5 on this Christmas Eve morning. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Claire, Let's see what's going on. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark
1: Mayfield. President Trump is spending Christmas in Florida. He left the White House yesterday for Mar-a-Lago. Before he left, he issued a slew of pardons and commutations. Trump also left the new coronavirus relief package in limbo. He urged Congress to rework the bill and provide more relief payments to Americans before he would sign it. Coronavirus hospitalizations are hitting record levels again as deaths continue to climb. Brian Shook reports. The COVID tracking project reported that as of Wednesday, there were over 119,000 Americans in the hospital. Over 22,000 of those people are in intensive care units. The project also recorded another 3,300 deaths in the U.S. That pushed the total death toll past 325,000 since the pandemic began. I'm Brian Shook. The mayor of Columbus, Ohio, wants a police officer fired for having his body cam shut off ...when he fatally shot an unarmed black man. The shooting happened early Tuesday when police responded to a disturbance call in North Columbus. Neither officer turned on their cameras until after the shooting. The cameras, however, have a 60-second look-back function that captured video of the incident. And it showed the victim approaching an officer with a cell phone in his hand before the shooting. The 47-year-old man turned out to be unarmed and died an hour later at the hospital. More than 433,000 bottles of Excedrin are being recalled because the packaging isn't child safe. Tom Roberts has the story. Some of the bottles have holes in the bottom large enough that kids could get pills out of the container. The recall includes Excedrin migraine caplets and gel tabs, Excedrin extra strength caplets, Excedrin PM headache caplets, and Excedrin tension headache caplets. It only affects large bottles of 50 count and above. No injuries or incidents have been reported. I'm Tom Roberts. And a big storm could mean a white Christmas for parts of the South. Forecasters say snow is a good bit in Tennessee, North Carolina, and northern Georgia. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
0: And we'll tell you all about our snow that uh, we got. It's all moving out. A few flurries maybe way down south and way over east. But otherwise, the snow is pretty much over. But we're still going to have a cold day today, and it'll be windy. So be very, very careful. We'll tell you more.
2: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com.
1: Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Merrill Edge Self-Directed helps put investing within reach. Get
3: started at merrilledge.com slash within reach. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Eau Claire Memorial
0: Crematory. Family owned and operated since 1982.
4: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, the advice of most people this morning, if you don't have to be on the road, stay off them. Because they are snow-covered and slippery, icy. We got uh, just enough snow that it does need to be plowed. But with the wind blowing, it's kind of drifting in spot. So do be careful. Uh, wait till daylight, which... <laughs> Which is still a ways off, unfortunately, if you want to get traveling early today. But uh, right now, it's seven below zero with a wind chill. Got about an inch and a half of snow around Eau Claire, 3.8 in Elk Mound, and then farther north and west, more than that. Today, temperature's only going to get about eight above, partly cloudy, and it'll be windy, so it will be cold. Tonight, it'll get down to five below actual air temperature, five below, again, partly cloudy, and then... Friday, Saturday, we're looking at partly cloudy to partly sunny conditions in the teens on Friday. Upper 20s on Saturday, also upper 20s on Sunday with a chance of some snow. And then Monday, getting cold again, partly cloudy with a high about 15. So again, it's winter time. It's December. Right now, six degrees. Now, this these are actual temperatures. There's going to be wind chill factor in here. So, if you've got feed bunk duty this morning, you better buck. Yesterday you could do it in like a sweatshirt. Today you got to really bundle up and hunch up the shoulders because that wind is blowing out there. These are actual temperatures, not the wind chills. Rice Lake and Medford at six. Wausau is at 12. Few flurries still flying around central to eastern Wisconsin. It's 9 above in Marshfield, 12 at La Crosse, 19 at Green Bay and Milwaukee. Madison Sun Prairie checking in about 14 this morning. And right now here in Eau Claire, we're at 9 above. With the wind chill, it's about 7 below. Almost seven minutes after 5 o'clock, we've still got some numbers to look at. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
4: Wax one zero four point five and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And I think it goes without saying that our markets will. Our sale barn, local sale barns, will be closed today. Now the commodity markets will be open until about noon. But uh, again, the sale barn activity is shut down for the week. And as we look at uh, the prices, cash livestock this week, choice fed beef steers trading about ninety six to a dollar four, with the mixed steers fifty eight to ninety six. Choice fed beef heifers 95 to $1.01 with the mixed heifers 71 to 94. High choice fed Holstein steers 88 to 93.5, select and choice 52 to 86. Cows range from 38 to 67.5, the bulls 55 to 83. Butcher hogs across the Midwest 38 to 46, the sows 25 to 38, and the boars. 10 to 14 new crop market lambs $1.30 to $1.85, and the lightweight feeder lambs $1.55 to 360 at the mercantile exchange livestock futures were all higher in the trade yesterday december live cattle 111.92 that's up $1.60. dollar 60 february 114.72 up 127 april cattle 118.70 up a dollar five and June cattle closed 114.30 up 82. Feeder cattle for January at 140.27, that was up 37. March at 141.95 up 7. April 143.75 up 17. May feeder cattle were 45 at 145.22 and August up a half a dollar at 151 even. Lean hog carcass contracts—they were higher too. February, sixty-seven eighty-five, up a dollar eighty-two. April at seventy-one thirty, up a dollar twenty-seven. The uh, May contracts were at seventy-six dollars even. That's up a buck and a quarter. And June hogs at one eighty-two. Or excuse me, at uh, wait a minute, I got these up. Uh, they have these numbers so close together that uh, my bleary eyes this morning made it all. Let's do the hogs all over again. This is a redo. Take two. (laughs) February hogs, 67.85, up 182. April, 71.30, up 127. May at $76. Even that's up 125. And June hogs at 82.15, up 95. And at the Board of Trade overnight, prices are higher again. We're looking at new contract highs on these March contract tight bean supplies some dry weather concerns, some good export numbers. March corn this morning up another penny overnight at 448 this morning. The oats up a penny at 337. March wheat up 1 to 2 at 631. Soybeans for March up a dime at 1270 and soybean meal up $2.10 a ton at $421.10. Wish we could say the same for our dairy markets. Barrel cheese down 7 yesterday 155 and a half. Blocks down 2 and 3 quarters 164 and 3 quarters. Butter up a half at 152.5. Class 3, December down three at 1567. To Class 3, a little higher in the next few months as they anticipate some of this more aid coming and more government buying. January, but the bill hasn't been signed by the president, and uh, you had to have your head in the sand not to know what's going on or not going on in Washington with a new uh, relief bill. January class three up sixty two at seventeen dollars even, February up sixty at seventeen eighty, March up sixteen at seventeen sixty nine, April was down six at seventeen fifty, and then May through December, those prices were lower. Almost 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, and if you're just rolling out, maybe you want to roll back in and wait a while if you have to drive someplace this morning. Let the plows do their work because they're out there plowing. It's not an excessive amount of snow. They'll get it off, but the wind is blowing, so that's making it drift. A lot of clouds behind those snow plows, so be very, very careful. It's going to be windy again today. High is only going to be about 8 above under partly cloudy skies. Maybe a little sunshine will peek through today. But not a whole lot. So take it easy today. If you're going to someplace for Christmas, be careful and get there safely.
1: At Channel, we're saying no to excess noise and focusing on what you really need. Customized recommendations and expert advice from people you can count on. Because when you turn down all the extra noise, you can hear yourself succeed this moment of clarity is brought to you by channel discover how a channel seedsman can help drive performance in your fields visit channel.com results
7: with the audible holiday offer you get the new all-you-can-listen plan audible plus for just $4.95 a month for your first six months listen without limit to select
5: audiobooks and now podcasts go to audible.com
4: for those who work in acres Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Twelve and a half minutes after five on this Christmas Eve morning. Glad to be with you this morning. And hopefully you enjoy your Christmas holiday. Just uh, stay warm and be careful. I'll tell you, we all got some work to do over Christmas, but nobody's going to work harder than uh, this guy at the front of the sleigh. You know, Dasher. And, of course, that's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Alan Jackson doing that for us. And hopefully we'll have time for another one or two before we get done with the farm show this morning. But we'll have a lot of Christmas music coming up for you on WAX. 16 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, 9 degrees. But, again, the wind's blowing out there, so that means we've got wind chills. We've also got the snowplows plows out. I think you've kind of figured that out by now, so don't get too close to them. Let them get their work done because uh, they got some roads to plow, some probably some salt and sand to spread because it is a little icy underfoot. We got some farm news to look at, some interesting stuff. We'll do that next right here on Wax as our farm news this morning being brought to you by uh, Dummer's Grain Service and Holman Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. And today at Doomer's Grain Service in Holman the corn price 387 the cash beans at $12 a bushel at Buck Country in Arcadia the corn price is 392 and the soybeans also $12 in Arcadia Farm News brought to you by Dummers Grain Service and Buck Country Grain.
8: Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummers Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers, purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummers Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buck CountryGrain.com. It's where your corn and
1: soybeans want to go.
4: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And i uh, got something interesting in the mail. I don't know if you read the, the Dairy Star magazine that uh, has been coming into this part of the country the last few years, making uh, more and more of an imprint in our part of the world and published over in uh, Minnesota but uh, Dave and Lynn Doomer out in the Elk Mound area sent me a Christmas card, and they stuck one of the want ads in the, uh, in the Christmas card. And they said, take a look at the Help Wanted ad in the November. If you got the November 14th issue of the Dairy Star is uh, where you'll find it. And it's the first one under Help Wanted. And it is, boy, oh, boy, this bring back Looking for an ad- I'll read it to you. Looking for an adventure. Milker needed immediately for the last dairy farm in Alaska. Housing is available. Wages depend on experience. Call the Havermeister Dairy. And the phone number, in case you want to write it down, is 907 745 2040. And again, that's the Havermeister Dairy, the uh, farm that uh, we visit. Jean Havermeister, of course, is the farm wife there. She is from. Central Wisconsin, went to a Loyal High School, and then she left and went to uh, Alaska, met her husband, Bob Havemeister, who was, uh, well, a relatives. His family was one of the Matanuska Valley Project family farms from the old FDR you know they took farmers from Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan up to Alaska to see if they could uh, develop agriculture in Alaska. Not a lot of them made it, but the Havemeister family did. They're still operating a dairy farm. They put a uh, bottling plant in. Every time we go there, we visit the Havemeister farm. So if when we're, I should tell you right now, we're planning a trip to Alaska in August. Hopefully, we can get a farm tour going and on uh, the. Pandemic will be over, so if you always wanted to go to Alaska, check with Holiday Vacations because we are no cruise. We're not going to get on a cruise ship. We're going to fly in and uh, spend about nine days touring around Alaska, Denali Park, also visiting the Havermeister Dairy. So if you or someone uh, you know and your family looking for an adventure, it's a beautiful, I mean, you're not stuck way out in the wilderness. It's in the Palmer area. Palmer is uh, a nice-sized town in uh, Alaska there, north of Anchorage. And, uh, again, that's where the State Fair is held. So it's. Uh, we'll visit the State Fair, of course. But uh, if you're looking for an adventure, the Have a Meister Dairy. And I'll keep this if you want to uh, get more information. But, again, I'll give you the phone number. And I know you're doing chores this morning. It might be tough to write it down. But 907 uh, 907- seven four five two zero four zero it's you have a meister dairy farm and boy oh boy that's uh that really means a lot so i thank david lynn Doomer from out in the Elk mound area for thinking of me on that hey coming up the american seed trade association you got your seed bought well that association uh make sure that everything is on the up and up as far as seed is concerned we'll hear about them next right here on wax
4: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Merry Christmas from all of us at the uh,
0: Midwest Farm Report. Bob Bosol here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And looking back into 2020, there were a lot of interesting stories. And one that really got a lot of attention for a short period of time was this seed, mysterious seed packets that came in the mail, traced back in most cases, I think, to China, And uh, Caitlin, you had a chance to uh, follow up on that story a little bit. What's the latest? What have you heard?
8: Yeah, that's right, Bob. Uh, it's Kate and Riley here at the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. And there was people who are getting these unexpected gifts in the mail. Some of them had ordered seeds and they got packets that were unlabeled. Or there were people who didn't order seeds at all and all of a sudden were getting these packages. And it was a big concern for our agriculture industries because they weren't sure if these were invasive species, if this is something that could damage our agriculture outputs, our food systems. So I had the chance to talk with this Uh, with john latham he's with the american sea trade association and before we dove into the topic of mystery seeds and where the progress now stands i wanted to get a little bit more information about his organization their credibility and what they do because the american sea trade association didn't just become relevant in 2020
7: yeah american sea trade association has been around for gosh over 125 years now and we represent uh, over 700 seed companies from across the United States and a whole host of different sectors all the way, we like to say, from alfalfa to zucchini. So in the Midwest, you know, we think of corn and soybeans, but there's a whole host of vegetables, seed. We represent companies that do a lot of trade around the world. Uh, a lot of seed can be moved up to six times before it gets planted. So uh, a lot of regulation around the world, and we help navigate that for companies in the United States.
8: And I know that this year, one of the big headlines that we saw, one of the many big headlines that we saw in 2020 were mystery seas that were entering the United States. Did you have any handle and working with that and trying to get to the bottom of what was happening there?
7: Yeah, the American sea trade is has taken a role in that. Uh, we understand there's been more than 20,000 reports of people receiving unsolicited seed shipments. APHIS has received over 10,000 packages for testing, and they found more than 4,000 different types of seeds. So it's really a mystery. We think it's a a brushing scheme that companies from outside the U.S. are doing. They'll send something to somebody, whether it be seed or another product, and then they'll try to use that information to put a, a favorable review on social media and sometimes sell that information to other companies. So so certainly if you get that seed, don't plant it because there, who knows where that seed came from or if it has disease in it. So yes, it's just a real mystery and, and American Seed Trade Association has just tried to provide information to people about what's what's been happening there.
8: And so is that something that's still actively going on or as far as you know, have the reports of people getting seed slowed down?
7: I think it has slowed down. I think there are still some seed Coming out, one thing that some of this is comes through Amazon and Amazon has actually done a good job of blocking the import of all feed and other companies have have done the same thing. So that's that's slowed it down considerably. Now they've got to find other ways to get there. But, yeah, it's still going on, but it's, it has slowed down considerably.
8: What other key areas of either concern or growth have you noticed in 2020? Is there anything in particular that stands out?
7: Yeah, well, it's been a weird year in 2020. My, I was planning on traveling all over the country and the world for American sea trade this year, but I haven't traveled at all because of COVID-19. But we're still getting the, the word out about a lot of different important topics, one being innovation, and then specifically within innovation is gene editing. And gene editing is something that we've been working with uh, USDA on. It's kind of the next frontier, gene editing, we can do what we do with conventional breeding, but we can just do it so much faster. And so we want to make sure that new companies are able to be able to work with gene-edited products and not have not be overly burdened by regulation. So we've had some great conversations with EPA and the USDA and our folks in Congress, too, to, to have some common-sense, consistent policies regarding gene editing and innovation.
8: And how does gene editing differ from GMO? Because I know these are very complicated topics that our producers and consumers have questions about.
7: The way I like to think of it, if gene edited products, they can be a biotech, but most of the time a gene edited product is something that you would do within that same species. So you may take a gene from a, another corn plant and put it into a different corn plant, which is like what you would do with conventional breeding. Now, when you get into a GMO, that's when you would take something from outside that species. Let's say you had a cactus and you wanted to put a drought gene into corn. Well, that would be more of a biotech event. So a lot of the gene editing is, is just really advancing what we're doing with conventional breeding and being able to bring new products and solve problems that farmers have right now so so yeah we just want to educate people and and make them under you know especially our regulators what's what's going on and how there's a lot of benefits to uh, what's going on with gene editing
8: are there any particular industries that you see greater benefits for for gene editing than others is this more for our soybean and corn producers or maybe for our fruit or vegetable growers
7: yeah i would say both vegetables has never had a biotech event where corn and soybean has, but uh, you're gonna see both big and small companies uh, doing gene editing on, on corn and soybeans, but also on uh, on vegetable seeds too, and, and you'll see you can solve different diseases that they, they couldn't do, it takes a long time to do a conventional breeding, but like in tomatoes, we're having some different diseases that have, have, uh, have inflicted tomatoes, and, and we can use gene editing to help solve those issues much faster than what we could through just conventional breeding.
0: And again, that's uh, John Latham with the American Seed Trade Association. And again, if, uh, I don't know, well, I'm not going to say anything (laughs) because science is so big a part of agriculture and it's made such a difference in our ability to produce food, to feed the world, feed a hungry world, and yet some folks don't think the vaccine is safe. Science, science, science. You like it or you don't. You can't, you can't pick and choose. But uh, let's go on. We've got uh, market. We'll see if Rocky's up over at Premier Livestock this morning. They're uh, off for the rest of the week, and uh, we'll see if Rocky's there. I think he's going to be with us.
2: I'm Shannon Latham. Get the quality you need for the germination and performance you want. Latham Seeds has the soybean brands right for your fields. New 1094 E3 has outstanding yield potential and tolerance to high salt soils. Proven performer 1429 LLGT27 has great lateral branching and a strong defensive package. 1995 E3 is a superstar and can handle salts. Pick quality yields. Visit LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM
4: feeding information to the folks who feed you wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report and
0: hey, let's get over to premier livestock on this christmas eve morning rocky olson is up and at a merry christmas rocky hey merry christmas to you and everybody out there yeah we've got her shut down for the week so uh, give us the rundown here how'd we do uh, thank you, uh,
3: Bob, and good morning, everyone. This is how uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. A little lighter run of dairy cattle. No herd offered yesterday, but we had a lot of very nice cattle. Uh, Selling 125 head of dairy cattle on a strong market. The top fresh cows brought 1,700 to 2,200. Other good cows, 1,100 to 1,675. Spring and heifers sold strong. The better quality spring and heifers sold from 1,200 to 1,850. Lesser quality cows and spring and heifers, 1,100 and down. Next week, uh, we are having our holiday showcase dairy cattle auction. Uh, Excellent selection of high-quality dairy cattle next week. We're featuring a complete herd dispersal of 90 Holstein dairy cows. Uh, They are going to be parlor-free stall, 85-pound tank average. Uh, They're going to be around 100 cell count on test. Lots of top cows milking 100 to 140 pounds. Uh, Plus, right now, we got four other loads of reputation parlor-free stall cows. Full listing on our website, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Quick market recap for the shortened week. Uh, Choice uh, and prime Holstein steers, 88 to 96.50 choice beef steers and heifers 90 to 99 market cows traded mostly from 40 to 52 high-yielding cows 53 to 65 we did have a top cow this week at 69 market bulls sold mostly 70 to 81 newborn holstein bull calves mostly from 75 to 140 beef calves 100 to 240 holstein heifer calves 10 to 40 uh, like we said at the top, we are closed today. We are closed Friday. Uh, regular schedule going next week. Uh, like I said at the top, Merry Christmas to everybody. We certainly appreciate all of your business. Uh, questions, give us a call, 715-229-2500. Like I said, lots more detailed information. Uh, oh, we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up at Premier. So check out that sale schedule. That'll be at Premier Livestock and and have a good one,
0: Bob. Yeah, you too. Hey, you said uh, regular sales next week. You going to be open on New Year's Eve? You betcha. Oh, you are. Yep. Might have uh, something under the counter to help celebrate. <laughs> Nobody will know. That's for sure, and I won't say a word. I won't say <laughs> a right, word. All right, Come Rocky. On over. Merry Christmas yeah. to you and your family. You too. Thank you. There he goes. That's uh, Rocky Olson over there at uh, Premier Livestock. And again, they'll be there on New Year's Eve. But again, lots of things going on there. We're going to check our weather. Kelly Slifka is going to join us here in just a few minutes. But uh, some of our other news, we got into that uh, Have a Meister Dairy in Alaska and uh, I think that's neat. They are. I know when we were up there last summer, they said uh, they're looking for milk. Or you know anybody back home that wants to milk in Alaska? And like I said, you're not going out in the wilderness where you're away from everything and everybody. You're right around the city of Palmer, which is a pretty nice city. So if you uh, think you might want to, you know, somebody who might want to go to Alaska, at least give it a try. Well, give me a call. You get up there right about now. The northern lights, oh, I mean, it's dark, but I mean, the northern lights are absolutely spectacular. Well, since the coronavirus pandemic hit and Americans cut back on their driving, resulting in less demand for ethanol, that industry has lost about $4 billion. But with a new aid package hopefully coming out of Washington soon, financial help may be on the way for ethanol biofuel producers. The new COVID-19 aid bill does contain several, contain several provisions to financially help the wind and solar energy industries, as well as potential help for biofuels. Now, the bill does not specifically call for money for ethanol and other biofuels, but it does give the Secretary of Agriculture some discretion in adding ethanol to the list of industries getting funding. So, uh, again, the bill has to pass first. And President Trump is already gone. He's down in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, to celebrate Christmas. You know, there they're taking bets in uh, some locations on whether or not he'll ever come back to Washington. Or now that he's in Florida, he's just going to stay there and do the rest of his presidency from Mar-a-Lago. I have no idea what he's going to do, but <laughs> I guess you can put a bet down if you want. We'll uh, we'll see. I know Mar-a-Lago a lot warmer than it is here. Speaking of that, let's find out about how warm it is around here. Kelly Slifka is over at Skywarn 13 on this Christmas Eve morning. Good Good morning, Kelly. Well, I thought maybe he's frozen out already. I don't know. But uh, Kelly uh, should be with us over there at uh, Skywarn 13. I don't know if he forgot that he's got to do radio this morning or not. But uh, I don't hear any rustling over there in the bowels of the weather room either at Skywarn 13. But uh, Kelly's forecast does call for a windy and partly cloudy day today. Highs only going to be about 8, so it's 9 right now. So during the daylight hours, it's... uh, gonna drop off everybody around here is suffering some wind chill effects as we start to talk about wind chill about seven below right now probably colder than that as the wind's picking up a little bit this morning got an inch and a half of snow around the eau claire area yesterday and last night elk mound got 3.8 inches further north and west places got more than that and again be careful because uh sounds like mr kelly is moving into the uh moving into the weather room right now i'm here there you go buddy all right well we got an inch and a half in eau claire and it's going to be a truly winter day today huh yeah it's uh you know this is the most snow we've seen since october
5: 20th so it's uh, been a pretty easy uh uh, wet winter so far at least and it looks like winter is going to be here to stay uh we're gonna be pretty chilly today tonight but we're gonna moderate going into the weekend It looks like we're going to be a little bit more active going into next week. We've got another storm system that we'll have to watch for. It looks like by Wednesday of next week that could be producing a little bit more significant snow for us. And I know we kind of dodged it here in Eau Claire as far as the heavier snow. Have to go to the west and north. The Twin Cities metro area picking up uh, nearly eight inches of snow. So that's where the heaviest snow fell. It's going to be a brisk day, though. We'll look at mostly cloudy skies. And with that wind out of the northwest, wind chill values tend to as, as cold as 18 below Only expecting temperatures in the single numbers throughout the day will probably continue to drop a little bit. A very cold night tonight for Christmas Eve. Looking at uh, dry conditions, though. Partly cloudy skies, and those winds will gradually diminish tonight. Overnight low down to 5 below zero. And for Christmas Day, partly cloudy skies tomorrow, 16. 28 Saturday, dry, partly cloudy skies, maybe a flurry or two on Sunday, I have 26. Right now with cloudy skies, currently 8 degrees. The wind chill, though, here in Eau Claire, currently at 10 below zero. I'm Sky 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka.
0: So I know Elk Mound got 3.8 inches uh, up north and west. They got more than that, though, didn't they? Yeah, you get toward the St.
5: Croix River, it's closer to about 8 inches of snow. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it was pretty good up there.
0: It's almost magical how, this year, how snow came Just in time for Christmas. I know it is.
5: I was thinking that, too. I'm like, this is the perfect timing. I mean, we were 47 yesterday morning. I know it. And today we're gonna be about 40 degrees colder for a high. So. Uh, I know it. Now, now we
0: just gotta keep piling on a little bit at a time.
5: Yeah, you know, t- like it's, like you said, it's almost magical. Perfect time for uh, Christmas.
0: It really is. Hey, Kelly, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Bob. All right, Kelly Slifko, over at Skywarn 13, looking at our weather this morning, courtesy of Latham Seeds. We'll get some local news next. Morgan's gonna join us.
2: I'm Shannon Latham. Get the quality you need for the germination and performance you want. Latham Seeds has the soybean brands right for your yields new 1094 e3 has outstanding yield potential and tolerance to high salt soils proven performer 1429 llgt27 has great lateral branching and a strong defensive package 1995 e3 is a superstar and can handle salts pick quality yields visit lathamseeds.com or call 877 go latham
4: keeping it rural Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And
0: we're about 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's get some local news and Morgan McCarthy is here on this Christmas Eve morning in the newsroom. Good morning. Here's what we're
9: looking at today. Waking up after a little bit of a hello from Jack Frost and Mother Nature. We'll start with news from our area as the search continues. And the call is out in Clark County as the sheriff's office there is asking for help and looking for a woman who's been missing for months. Cassandra am. Family and friends haven't seen her since early October and they're worried. More information online and a picture of her. You can see that at 715newsroom.com. While we continue to hear from the Department of Health Services, that coronavirus cases in Wisconsin in terms of positives trend down. The Department of Health Services show that positives have fallen nearly 70% since last month's peak. And we'll look at that. It was November 18th that DHS reported the state's week-long average was nearly 8,000 positives. And recently, that's seven-day Average fell to just over 2,600. And DHS is reporting drops in positives in every single age group in the state. More information online, you can find that and it clicked directly to DHS at 715newsroom.com. And the price tags keep coming. You can add this to the coronavirus price tag for the University of Wisconsin as a new audit says the university paid nearly $70 million in refunds to students after campuses closed last March. The exact price tag came to $68.5 million and is for refunds. For housing and food, as students did not get tuition money back because they were taking classes online, and as we continue to respond in life amidst the pandemic, when it comes to vaccines, with 715 newsroom coverage, John DeMaster brings us more on the way that the next steps may be taken.
3: The Wisconsin State Disaster Medical Advisory Committee's vaccine subcommittee today argued whether older people or people in the state's minority communities should be next in line. Committee member Rob Gunderman said the virus is killing mostly older and sicker people, so they should be next. But committee member Sylvia Monos price said the state should give preference to low-income and minority families, particularly in the Milwaukee area. Committee says there will be a limited number of vaccine doses over the next few months, so... It's important to send them to where they're going to do the most good. I'm John the Master.
9: Well, you can almost smell the funnel cakes and corn dogs, right? Plans for the Midway to return with the Northern Wisconsin State Fair are coming out this week. The dates are July 7th through the 11th, with details getting dialed in. So, fingers crossed, if you're hoping to get back to the Midway. But before that, of course, we have a big day on the horizon. And if you're wondering how Santa will get out and about with the weather changes, well, no problem. You can track that. No rats here to help you follow the big jolly man in the bright red suit. The North American Aerospace Defense Command is gearing up to Track Santa. Marking the 65th year the children can follow St. Nick's trip around the globe, the fewer volunteers will be answering the Track Santa phone line due to COVID restrictions. Officials at NORAD say callers who can't get through will receive a special recorded update on Santa's location. They add not even a pandemic could stop the holiday fun. And to all the wide-eyed kids of every age that may lay awake tonight waiting to hear that click, click, click on the rooftop, wishing you the happiest of holidays and of Merry, Merry Christmas. And you know, nobody does it better than Santa. (laughs) But I hear Bob Bolsold's isn't bad. I think it goes from the 715 newsroom. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5 with Bob Bolsold and the Midwest Farm Show.
0: Thank you, Morgan. As always, uh, she's a jewel. I'll tell you what, Morgan is uh, quite a gal. Well, we do have markets to get to. We will. Speaking of markets, uh, Premier Livestock in with the having a holiday showcase dairy cattle auction next Wednesday, December 30th, starting at 11 a.m. A complete herd dispersal from Charlie Hanlon of Beldenville, Wisconsin, over in the western side of the state. 90 high-quality Holsteins and three Vlec- Fleckvieh Cross dairy cows. The majority are first and second lactation, A.I. sired, Current sires include King Boy, Modesty, Byway, Doorman, Crush, Airlift, Top Notch, Brutus, Cabriolet, and many, many more top sires. Now, there are a lot of top-end supreme cows, plus see 14 Holstein dairy cows, fresh 2- two- and 3-year-olds coming on, and just utterly perfect. They'll be there also from Utterly Dairy. Fourteen high-quality dairy cows, all stages of lactation. Now, uh, make sure, they've got a, you can make sure, because they've got extensive vaccination records coming in from long-laid Holsteins down in Pepin County and from Z&Z Farms in North Freedom. Six high-quality Holstein dairy cows, fresh 30 to 90 days, with damn records up to 32,000 pounds of milk. Premier Livestock. They're expecting 300 head of dairy cattle at this sale. Again, it's next Wednesday, December 30th, 11 a.m. Check out premierlivestockandauctions.com for more details. Check out the Holiday Showcase Dairy Cattle Auction. Again, Wednesday, December 30th, 11 a.m. in the With the Area. This is going to be looking at some awfully, awfully nice cows. We'll get to some markets next here on Wax
4: economy furniture at chippewa falls is something that you got to see the biggest selection for miles around two jam-packed floors of quality at economy you don't have to wait for a sale it can be yours immediately everyday low prices
3: on the best brand names and we finance it interest-free furnishing the chippewa
4: valley since 1950
0: Let's get to the markets of the sale barns yesterday up at Barron. Here's Amber with that number.
2: Fed cattle, high yielding choice Holstein steers sold from 87 to 90.50, Choice Holstein steers sold from 80 to 87. And unfinished steers and heifers sold from 80 and down. Cull Cow cows at top 20% sold from 51 to 57, topping out at 59. 60% sold from 33 to 50. And the bottom 20% sold from 33 and down. Cull bulls sold from 60 to 80. Quality Holstein bull calves sold from 80 to 110, topping out at 120. Light and poor quality calves sold from 50 and down. Our next sheep and goat sale will be January 16th. If you have any questions, please contact Al.
1: It's Christmas all month long at Hurlburt Heating and Plumbing. Purchase a new heating and cooling system in December. Get a free MRF 16 filter in UV light. Call today and get all details. For over 60 years, the experts at Hurlbert have promised superior home comfort throughout the Eau Claire, Menominee, and Hudson areas. Ask about no interest financing. Call the experts at Hurlburt Heating and Plumbing or get more details at HerlbertHP.com.
0: More market information from the Equity Barn. Let's go down to Sparta. Here's Rod Knutson. The slaughter call mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 50 to 60, 60%
6: of the cows 38 to 50, and 20% of the cows at 38 and down. Slaughter bull market steady with the high-yielding commercial bulls 68 to 75 with your canner lightweight and utility bulls and heavyweight bulls at 68 and down. Fed cattle on a steady market with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers a dollar four to a dollar seven. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at ninety to a dollar three. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers at ninety five to ninety eight. Choice overnight Holstein steers ninety to ninety five. Choice Holstein steers 78 to 88, with your standard select steers and heifers and heavy cattle at 78 and down. Replacement camp market steady with the top Holstein bull calves 70 to a dollar 10, heifer calves at 20 to 50, and the good beef type calves at dollar 50 to 240 a pound. <laughs>
1: Christmas holiday hours start Wednesday, December 23rd through Friday, December 25th with special operating hours. See ChristyMountain.com for details. They are open December 26th through January 2nd, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. for skiing and snowboarding, and noon to 10 p.m. for snow tubing. Please read their No Before You Go COVID policy before arriving. There is fun for the whole family at Christy Christy Mountain.
4: Home of the Blue Hills Beast. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, let's say Merry Christmas to Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford sale barn, Jerry. Merry Christmas. You got a little white on the ground and you're all ready to go, huh?
6: Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. Merry Christmas back to you also. Yeah, we got not much snow here, about an inch. Uh, But uh, probably when it started snowing, I don't know what time that was, but there was. I know they were talking freezing rain in certain areas before the snow but uh, here it's just just light snow but of course very cold like it is all over so uh well it's a kind of a change from what 43 degrees yesterday afternoon to-
0: it changed in a big hurry that's for sure well wrap up the week we're all done Yes, we are. We have
6: concluded the marketing week here at Equity Stratford. And, Bob, uh, thank you very much, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here in Equity Stratford on the market cow auction yesterday. High-yielding first-year cows in yesterday's sale selling from 49 to 56. Top this week on the cow market at 59. Most of the cows in yesterday's sale, your average cows are selling from 38 to 48. Thinner-pointer cows, 37 and below. Bull trade this week: your better quality bulls selling mostly from 68 to 75. Lighter bulls, 65 and below. Cattle trade: choice grading Holstein steers uh, selling mostly from uh, 83 to 93. Select steers under finished steers, 81 and down. Choice grading beef steers and heifers mostly from 90 to 98. On the calf market, uh, decent demand in the bull calves this week. Very strong market on Monday. The 9,230-pound Holstein bull calves selling from 50 to 125 on yesterday's auction and, again, topping on Monday at 150 on those bull calves. Heifer calves continue to be very limited, demand 30 and below. Uh, Beef calves, good demand as usual, 100 to 230. Uh, They top this week at 265. As Bob said, we have concluded the marketing week here at Stratford. We are closed today and tomorrow. Next week's sale schedule, pretty much a normal sale schedule next week. Uh, We are open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday next week. Our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday at noon, next hay sale, next Tuesday at 10. The only change in the sale schedule next Thursday, we will not be accepting baby calves. So if you've got calves to market next week, do it the first three days we will accept market cattle on thursday cows fat cattle bulls etc so that's the only uh, only change in the sales schedule for next week and again all this information is on our website equity co-op click on the stratford page and 715-687-4101 that will be our phone number on monday morning if you want to get a hold of us and uh about at this time i want to wish everyone out there a very merry christmas a happy new year it's been one of those years But uh, I know for the folks out there that listen to us in the morning that are, whether you're milking cows or feeding cattle or feeding hogs or whatever you're doing, uh, Merry Christmas and keep everything in perspective, I think, as long as we know what we're celebrating tomorrow, I guess things will be okay. And all we can hope for is a better year in 2021, and Equity Stratford will be here for you folks like we have now for, well, let's see, at Stratford here, we're going on our, Uh, the 62nd year of the auction market here in Stratford. So, again, we thank all of our patrons and wish them all well. And, Bob, you at Wax, uh, you have a nice Christmas, and thank you for all your hard efforts in 2021. We'll see what it brings.
0: I hope so, Jer. Well said. You have a Merry Christmas, too. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, thank you. There you go, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford sale bar.
4: As a company founded by farmers, Rural Mutual Insurance has long understood the unique needs of the Wisconsin egg industry and the people who work hard every day. Eva and Tom Curtis of Rice Lake offer farm families the best advice, personalized coverage, and fast claim service. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, be confident that your farm is properly protected with Eva and Tom Curtis. Call Eva at 715 2223 to get a farm insurance quote from the leaders in the field. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, let's get over to Train Livestock in Thorpe. Michelle is up and at and with us. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing well as well. So, uh, good. hey, Sunday night I went out to, uh, I was out near your ne- neck of the woods. I was on the uh, Chokas farm, Bill and Bridget and the kids. They were milking cows, and so I helped them milk cows, and they said that's good because Michelle and Missy always told us that if you came and helped milk cows, she'd come out and help sometime. Uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> But have you been, have I did you been, my time. <laughs> I know Have you have you driven by there? You have, haven't you? Yes, Isn't it's it, beautiful. It, yeah, and it's so well done. I mean, it's not it just lights everywhere. Well it's very well done. Bill and Bridget and the kids up there at the north of between Thorpe and Stanley, north on Cozer Avenue. If you're looking for a ride to, and the roads are a little slippery there but but they'll have them up till after New Year's. Boy, it's a spectacular display on their farm. It really is nice. So that's a good. They said they were inspired by you.
10: Now, I, I have never been that creative or had that many lights up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I'm not right. sure either, but Is that's right? okay. <laughs> no,
0: that's good, but it's a beautiful display. Hey, what's going on? What happened last night?
10: I'll tell you all about it. Thank you. That's coming up the sale from Wednesday, December 23rd at Shereen Livestock Market in the Slotica Market. We tapped at 60 with the consignment by Denmark Dairy of Colfax. 80% of the cows slip from 38 and higher. Market cows were 51 to 58, low-yielding cows 38 to 50, thin and weak cows 38 and lower. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice and Prime, 82 to 92 selects were 80 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef type scheme at 65 to 74 with the utilities of 64 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows slip from 65 to $105 per head lighter and lower quality calves, 25 dollars per head and down hosting heifer calves were 10 to 30 dollars per head beef calves, 90 to 220 per head in the hawk market butcher hogs were 25 to 42 sows 22 to 34. fours were 15 and a half and below our next will be Monday December 28th we'll start with calves at 5 p.m if you need a que- if you have any questions give us a call at the market at seven one five six six nine seven one two seven, And, of course, check us out on the web at com For all of us at Tree Livestock, have a safe and Merry Christmas.
0: And you do the same and uh, enjoy the family, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Have a nice Christmas. Take Th- care. You bet. There she goes. That's Michelle over Tree Livestock in Thorpe. Small business is the backbone of America. Right here in northwestern Wisconsin, Synergy Cooperative gets it because they are local businesses based right here in our own backyard. From their Synergy Cooperative convenience stores, their implement dealership, their auto service centers, and so much more. Synergy Cooperative salutes all small businesses of the area and encourages us all to shop local. Shop small business for the benefit of all of us. Best wishes to everyone this holiday season from Synergy Cooperative. And the markets brought to you by Synergy Cooperative board of trade's higher overnight, March corn up a penny at 4.48, the oats at 3.37, March wheat at 6.31. March soybeans up a dime at twelve seventy. Meal up two ten a ton at four twenty one ten. Country elevator prices: Doomer's Grain Service and Holman, three eighty seven on the corn today. Twelve dollars on the beans at Buck Country in Arcadia. Corns three ninety two beans at twelve dollars at uh, Wheat and Grain Custer Farms, the uh, Chippewa Falls location. Four zero three on the corn. Twelve zero five on the beans at Connorsville. Corn 403, beans 1192. Country elevator prices at Golden Plump 391 on the corn today at Baldwin, Duran, Mondova, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo 394, beans 1194. Stevens Point, the corn is 391 at Elk Mound 395 and 1201 on the soybeans. Sparta has corn at 391, the beans 1190. Ellsworth 386 and 1194 at the ethanol plants. Corn at Boyceville today. 413 Stanley 403 the enrichment facility 398 barrel cheese down 7 yesterday 155 and a half the blocks down 2 and 3 quarters 164 and 3 quarters butter up a half at one fifty two and a half. class 3 December down three fifteen sixty seven. January up 62 at $17 February up 60 at 1780 and March was up 16 at 1769 and uh, it's not Friday but it's time to go see what's going on at Countryside It's Christmas, and let's talk with some of the folks at Countryside Co-op, and one of those folks that is uh, very important, Kalen Birchmeyer, and uh, Kalen, you're a lifestyle product specialist at the co-op. What does that mean? What kind of a job uh, is that? That's different. When I was a kid growing up at the co-op, we never had a lifestyle product specialist. What do you do?
11: Yeah, so as a Perina Lifestyle Product Specialist, I kind of cover a wide array of species. Basically, I can work with animals from farm animals all the way to zoo animals and everything in between.
0: Now, are you a nutritionist or housing specialist? What's your expertise? Do you do it all? Um, I'm more so a
11: nutritionist, but if anybody needs advice on housing or something like that, I can certainly look into that but the biggest thing that i do is set up feed programs for people i would say my specialty is horses i grew up as a horse girl and i still do the horse thing today so that's kind of the direction i typically go but um i work with deer farms alpaca farms uh kennels all sorts of different things so every day is very exciting
0: well that does sound like uh, kind of a fun job to have hey you know since we've had this COVID-19 pandemic, it, you know, for a, a nutritionist or someone you want to be on the farm, you want to take a look, put the feet in your hands and see what the quality is. How can you do that? Are you still visiting farms or are you using some other uh, technology to get that done? Yeah, and I'm
11: sure as everyone knows, it's certainly been difficult with the pandemic. And usually with this job, you know, we can just pull down any driveway, shake hands and you know, support our business that way, but with the pandemic, we cannot be doing that. So at Countryside, we've resorted to posting on our social media page to offer our businesses, um, just talk about new products, um, get people involved in virtual promos or um, giveaways just to get our names out there and just show them what we have and what we have to offer, and that's been very helpful. And, you know, social media, we all love it, we hate it, but at the end of the day, it's a very important part of our lives. And, you know, any moment we have, we're scrolling. We're looking to see what's on there.
0: So it's been huge. Well, as we get to the uh, the end of the year and into the new year, I would imagine winter feeding of these animals is very, very important. What are some of the recommendations for, obviously, horses are outside, a lot of farm dogs are outside, uh, things like that. What are some of the tips for feeding these livestock and these animals in the winter? Feed them up. That's what you
11: got to do, feed them up. And especially on the horse side of things, uh, making sure they have good quality hay and water in front of them is the first number one thing. Horses actually generate heat from digesting fiber, so good quality hay is important. And a lot of these horses, you know, that might maintain okay on hay alone, they could still benefit from a good vitamin and mineral. Um, but horses that need a bit more calories, you know, that hay alone can't provide, we gotta feed them with the with concentrate. So that's where I come in and help a lot with that. And coming into spring, you know, we're pulling blankets off these animals, and maybe ooh, you know, we gotta feed them up. And so springtime is also a very good time to really consider your
0: feed program it really is well you going to be able to take a horseback ride over christmas
11: <laughs> i'm not a big fan of the cold so you probably won't catch me riding outside <laughs> over
0: christmas <but laughs> well kaylin whatever you do uh, have a merry christmas and uh, anybody that needs help with some uh, rations for your animals give kaylin a call merry christmas kaylin Thank you. Merry Christmas to you also. And that's Galen Staubbush with the Course uh, Countryside Co op. You have a Merry Christmas, too. And uh, again, be aware of the weather. A little cold out there today. Festive.